This is the Final Whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. The final score, Wrexham 4, Farnborough 1. Ooh, you certainly get plenty of bang for your buck if you're a Wrexham season to get older. Another fantastic spectacle at the racecourse. Terrific stuff, made partly by the resistance of Farnborough, because this was a proper cup tie. You could see it coming before the game began. Farnborough, despite their mid-table position in league, uh, National League South, and despite the fact that in that league they don't seem to score many goals, are actually on an excellent run of form. They were unbeaten in eight games, they were unbeaten, I think it was 12 overall. They've been scoring a lot of goals in their cup matches, and, well, they put up terrific resistance. In fact, I go so far as to say that so far at the race course, the two sides of the only two sides, I should say, which have looked like they might avoid defeat are Blythe Spartans and Farnborough, two sides from the lower division who came and looked to give as good as they got. Wrexham, though, in the end, especially after a spectacular final quarter of the match, ran out winners with Paul Mullen scoring a hat-trick and also registering his 50th goal for the club, second fastest player to reach that landmark, just one behind Tommy Bamford, the goal-scoring legend of the club since we joined the Football League. Wow. It was quite something. Wrexham made a couple of changes. Uh, Firstly, we played Jordan Davis in the centre of midfield. Horribly, that would not last very long. James Jones was given a rest. Sam Dolby started up front as well with Holly Palmer given a break on the bench, only he would come on to put in the most glorious cameo you could imagine. Farnborough, I think, and this is the start of their good showing, I think caught us out a bit. They changed their shape. They seem to me, from what I can see, to have been playing 4-1-4-1 essentially the last few weeks and looking well-grooved in doing that. They went to three at the back though. And I think that may have caught us out slightly. But having said that, were it not for their goalkeeper, Jack Turner, uh, we would have been comfortably away in the first half hour, despite the fact that Farnborough actually had good possession, carried the ball forwards well, and were a threat. Fifth minute in, a great chance with McAlinden feeding Lee on the right-hand side. He swept the ball in and Mullen 15 yards out, took a swipe at it and... Well, Miss hit it straight into the ground beneath him. Didn't make much contact at all, but it was a clear sight of goal. Wrexham then continuing, and Turner's first fine save came when Young swept a corner into the crowded six-yard box. It took a touch off a defender and carried through to Tozer in space on the far post on the edge of the six-yard box, and he slammed it in with terrific power. Great save by the keeper. Strong arm to push it behind for a corner at his near post. And then from that corner, another chance. Young again putting in a good delivery. Hayden this time arriving with a typical leap. Just maybe got up a little bit too early though and slightly mistimed it. And from six yards out, he headed the ball just wide of the left post. Halfway through the half, Wrexham continuing. And well, I mean, this Turner's masterpiece. Wrexham penning Turner in. Young sweeping the ball across beyond everybody. Davis receiving it in space and having enough time at the far post because the Farnborough were penned in and the defenders didn't react to take a touch and come inside the six-yard box to line it up on his left foot. Turner was the only defender to react and he came tearing out quickly, made an excellent block. The ball ricocheted wide, was swung back in and Davis had another point-blank chance. Again, he struck it well and again... 
Turner flung himself heroically in front of the ball and managed to complete a terrific double save. But like I said, although Wrexham were carving out all the chances, and they were good chances, Farnborough were causing issues as well. Their approach without the ball was, was sort of slowing us down a bit. They, they essentially committed the two strikers and the player in the hole in between into Wrexham's half, pressing quite high. But then the rest of them was, the rest of the team, I wouldn't say it was a medium block, it was a little bit deeper than that. There was a lot of inviting space between that front three and the rest of the Farnborough team, and you wondered whether Wrexham might exploit it. But we didn't really. I think the point was that front three pressed energetically and did it well. And in the first half, at least, it, it meant we couldn't hit them quickly. You know, Wrexham was so good on the breakaway using those wide players. In the second half, we would do some. Maybe Farnborough just tired a little bit, which would certainly be understanding the amount of energy they put into the first half. But when we did get past that front three, their defensive block was in shape and we, we didn't have any chances to hit them quickly. And I think that was part of the reason why, as I said, we made clear chances. But apart from that first one um, for Mullen, they were all from set pieces. But Farnborough then started to threaten themselves. Nice piece of build-up play by Pendlebury, pulling it back. Saeed drilling a shot, which Howard rather bounced off him. Uh, it was straight at him, but powerful and bounced awkwardly in front of him. Bounced clear, luckily for Wrexham, into a safe area. Wrexham, though, had, then went close themselves. A ball into the crowded area around the edge of the box. Like I said, that deep defensive block making it hard to get through the centre. But, of course, Elliot Lee, who had been effervescent throughout, has got the quick feet to go into those sort of areas and possibly come out with the reward. He turned really quickly and helped her on to Sam Dolby. And he did equally well to turn and drill a shot from the edge of the area, which just whistled past the, the post very, very close. But as the half wore on, Farnborough had their best spell of the game. They started to control the middle of the pitch. And unusually for Wrexham, you ended up wishing that you could hear the half-time whistle and get in because Farnborough put us under more concerted pressure, like I said, than anybody except Blythe in the second half of our preliminary round time. Five minutes left of the half. Great uh, turn on the right-hand side by Kasimu. Uh, beat Toza. And he was breaking into the box. Toza pulled him back. Remarkably, the ref pulled the play back for a free kick, even though the striker actually got past Toza's grasp and was in the box all on his own, running down the goal line. It was a bizarre decision uh, in Wrexham's favour. Play was pulled back for the free kick. And equally remarkably, Toza didn't get a card. And the free kick, driven in by Pendlebury, who was a real set-piece specialist, into the goal mouth with pace, ricocheted around before it was slammed clear. A couple of minutes later, though, another moment of danger. This time it was a ball in by Saeed into the box. Kasimu felt he'd been fouled by Tunnicliffe. The sure pull didn't look like it, frankly, looking at the rebound. But when it came back at Grant, fed it to the edge of the area, and Pendlebury this time hit the ball very cleanly, and it whistled just over the bar. With a minute left, uh, well... An incident on, in the box which came to nothing but a devastating blow at the same time to Wrexham. Again, the ball bouncing around on the edge of the box. Jordan Davis lunged in to try and win it. And oh, it was horribly. He's, he's, his foot stamped the ground and he just jolted backwards. Uh, clearly done damage to his knee. He would have to go off on a stretcher. And 
Well, let's just hope it wasn't as serious as it looked, because it looked bad. James Jones came on. As play continued, the ball came into the box, and there was another penalty shout, guessing with this time getting goal side of Young. And at first, I didn't take it seriously, and the ref certainly didn't. Having looked at it again, Young did have his arm round him. It falls firmly into the seen-them-given category. Wrexham may be a, a tiny bit fortunate. Although we did have the last chance of the half. I say last chance. The last near thing. Because what actually happened was Young again put in a corner from the left into a dangerous area. And the centre-back Kevin Locko, who seemed to lose his bearings a bit, ended up further away from the goal than the ball. Turned tail, came back into his six-yard box. It hit him. It was going on target, but without much power. The keeper was able to take it comfortably. You rather suspect Phil Parkson got amongst his team during the break, because Wrexham came out with terrific drive, energy and purpose. It looked like a different uh, sort of game. There was a gusty wind, which maybe was blowing towards University End. I don't know if that slightly affected Wrexham or helped Wrexham in the second half, but certainly uh, Wrexham were causing issues, and in the 49th minute got the lead, a ball over the top. McAlinden did really well just to chase it down. He had a real scrap of Norville Williams, and Norville Williams... Uh, showed on this occasion actually a bit quicker than McLinden was unusual but McLinden kept scrapping and managed to win a corner off the fullback Young swept it in it was flicked on by Dolby and Mullen predatory this time lunging in inside a six yard box at full stretch with the ball quite high managed to deflect it past the keeper to give Wrexham the lead that changed the complexion of the game Wrexham kept pushing on and had a spell where it looked like they could be finished off. Mullen again with a nice piece of play, squaring it on to James Jones, who helped it on quickly to McFadgen, who was running on the edge of the box. Clear sight of goal, the last defender lunging across to try and get a block. McFadgen struck it cleanly across the keeper, but just wide of the right post. And Wrexham looked very, very strong. But just after the hour, let's Farnborough back into the game. Elliot Lee, again, like I said, was having a smashing game, and the way he's been playing in central midfield lately is so impressive. He does dive in a bit, though. And on this occasion, he dived in on the edge of the area, a bit unnecessarily, because Reggie Young had made a good run cutting in from right to left, but it looked like he'd overhit it. But Lee lunged in and, and caught him late. Free kick on the edge of the box. The only L over the game to Lee as well. And Pendlebury stepped up and ripped it over the wall. Howard, I think, will be a bit disappointed of himself. He dived to his right. Maybe needs to get an extra step in, because although he seemed to get behind it and get his hands to it... He, just he just went down a bit too early it was a bit too high for him and he just pushed it into the sides of the net and Farnborough had grabbed an equaliser and they gained confidence from that then and started to push on and came back into the game it was a cracking cup tie and it was all decided in the final quarter of the match firstly a moment of danger by Wrexham McLinden doing ever so well to win a tackle Already, Ford and Palmer are on the sides of the pitch ready to replace McAlinden and Dolby. Well, McAlinden, clearly seeing that, made that decisive intervention. A brilliant first-time layoff by Mullen. Found Dolby around the back of the fence down the right channel. He could shoot or square it to Mullen. And I'm afraid he didn't take advantage of either option, really. He hit it with the outside of his foot. It was such a lovely move. You wondered if he was just trying to put the, the icing on top by hitting an outside of the foot assist for Mullen to tap it in. Maybe he just didn't trust his right foot. Either way, if he just squared it, I think Mullen had scored. He got it wrong and it went weakly to the keeper. 
and that was it for Dolby and McIlinden. They came off, Palmer and Ford came on, and it's got to be said that they made a big difference. No criticism of McIlinden and Dolby, but those two experienced pros coming on played a big, big part in what was to come. As Wrexham did start to get on top, Tunnicliffe from a set piece, the ball dropping loose, and he tried to surge in on goal, but just over hit it. And the keeper Turner was able to dive down to grab it at his feet before at the other end came a huge, huge moment in the match. A really nice build-up between Norva Williams and Saeed. Saeed playing it backwards. Norva Williams clipping it back into the path of Saeed. Ran the back of the fence, left-hand side. He cut inside, made himself a nice shooting angle, ripped it around Howard. He made a superb save. It was a great strike and he just managed to stretch high to his left and tip it round the post. A great save. If it had been 2-1 to Farnborough then, with about 15 minutes left, there could have been a very, very different outcome. As it is, Wrexham responded superbly and, in the 79th minute, took the lead. Great thinking by Mullen and Ford. The ball going out for a throw on the right-hand side. Mullen ran across to grab it. Rather than do that usual full-back thing of walking up and demanding the ball from Mullen, Ford saw the opportunity and sprinted past the striker, down a line into space. Mullen threw it into his path. Ford pulled it back to Mullen, and he pulled it back and turned to the edge of the box where Elliot Lee ripped the most magnificent right-footed shot from 25 yards into the top-right corner. But a curl, a lot of pace... And 100% lovely stuff. Brilliant work. Wrexham ahead. And Lee, who's been threatening to do that for the last couple of games, very much getting the reward he deserved. And two minutes later, it was 3-1. And for the first time, Wrexham could breathe easy. Palmer. Excellent work. Ball played up to him on the left-hand side halfway line. Held it up terrifically well. I mean, I've got to say, this is not a criticism of Dolby at all. I thought it was a lively game. But you could see the difference of Palmer coming on. Ollie Robinson, the... Uh, centre-back and captain for Farnborough looks very solid in the middle of defence and then the moment Palmer came on he was just knocking him around Palmer was in complete control of him physically so on this occasion the ball sticks to Palmer as it was for the moment he came on he held it up on the halfway line left-hand side waited for support played a cute little ball around the corner for Young who'd run beyond him he helped it on in turn terrifically nicely to McFadgen bursting down the left-hand side and he played the perfectly weighted square ball into the middle and there was Mullen unmarked to side foot home his second goal of the match. Wrexham kept pushing and Mullen had a, a couple of earlier hatchet chances before he clinched it. All in the last five minutes, a ball over the top and Mullen was completely clear on goal, the ball bouncing in front of him. Looked a bit offside to me but flag stayed down and he let it bounce in front of him and hit it on the bounce. I mean, if he'd nailed it, what a way to clench a hat-trick. But he didn't nail it. He sliced it and it flew well wide off his right foot. A few moments later, an almost identical move. O'Connor had come on at this point to give Lee a rest. O'Connor lifting her over the top. And Mullen again racing onto it. This time there were defenders around him. But he did ever so well to use his body to shield the ball into the box. And back it into them. Tried a little Lee Trundle at Bristol Rovers 2003 style manoeuvre. Flicking the ball up around and then over his shoulder. And trying to hit it. And he was unlucky. He hooked it wide. But in the 88th minute, he did get his hat-trick. And again, it was Palmer. Firstly, looking like he was just taking a mick a little bit, getting the ball and heading into the corner before flicking the ball back beyond him and ripping the ball into the far post. A glorious pass. McFadgen again had made a great run and was very aware, and he helped it on. And Mullen, a great scissors volley, just falling away from the ball, hitting it with his right foot, it going beyond the keeper. Mullen, not for the first time, realising that if you hit it early... 
you can catch the keeper out before he's set. You don't have to put it right in the bottom corner. A lovely instinctive finish, and Mullin got a well-deserved hat-trick. There was one last moment of excitement and added time. The game was gone by then, but Farnborough kept going and very nearly got a consolation goal. A corner coming in, Locko getting up and heading it downwards into the bottom left corner from close range. Super save by Howard, who lunged low to his right and somehow managed to shovel the ball off the line. Great work by him. So Wrexham go through, third round. Who knows? Oh, I wouldn't... Uh, if I was a big team, I'm not sure I'd fancy coming to the race course right now. It's exciting times. Let's see what we get. As for the performances, well, Howard, like I said, will be a little disappointed with the goal, but made two big, big saves in the second half. The three centre-backs did well. Um, Hayden brought the ball forwards probably best out of the three, uh, but the three of them defended the penalty area well under pressure from a Farnborough side that moved the ball around well in front of them. Uh, McAlinden had some very good moments, actually, bursting forwards, um, didn't always have the end product, but showed a lot of heart and pace and a good scrap of Norville Williams, which I think ended in a tie, in all honesty. McFadden had a strange time of it. There's a spell when we came under pressure in the first half where he started making mistakes uh, defensively. But beyond that, uh, he was spectacular. His forward runs were terrific. He really made an impact. In midfield, well, very sad to see Jordan Davis take that injury. He'd had a good first half. He'd used the ball very well. Uh, James Jones came on and he added typical energy and did really well in support down that right-hand side of midfield and, and, and had a good impact. Luke Young, one of his quieter games because, like I said, Farnborough done quite well in a way defensively to make it more difficult to create against them, but a lot of good set pieces from Luke Young. And the other centre made, of course, Elliot Lee, effervescent. Terrific from start to finish. His ability running into dangerous areas where it was crowded and not being scared to to go in there and receive the ball and, and use it intelligently. Always looking, probing for the killer ball and that wonderful goal and that standing performance by him. Dolby showed good energy and battled well with the centre-backs. Held the ball up well, but Palmer... You know, you can see why Palmer's the finished article, uh, because when Palmer came on, his cameo, as I said, was magnificent. Mullin, terrific, hat-trick, lots of alert, played around the edge of the area as well. And then for the other subs, like I said, Jones did well. O'Connor didn't have much time on the pitch, in all fairness. Ford showed a bit of class down the right-hand side. It was a very, very good performance, and Wrexham should be pleased with it. In the commentary, we made Elliot Lee man of the match. I, I, I've got to be honest, forgive me, guys. Having reflected on it, Mullen did score three goals and do a lot of good things as well. So maybe I'd go Mullen. But it was, you know, the other two went for Lee, so maybe I should back down from it. Does it matter? It probably does to those players, doesn't it? They'll take any award and kudos to all that they can get. So great stuff. Another superbly entertaining game and a big game next weekend, of course, with York City. We'll keep you up with all the, the usual stuff, of course. There'll be live commentary on Wrexham Player. There'll be all the usual podcasts and highlights and all that good, good stuff. Dragonheart on Wednesday. We'll look at the third round cup draw and a little bit more as well. So, good win. Cup fun. I'll take that with a final score of Wrexham 4, Farnborough 1. I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team.